Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of the Soda City Sit Down podcast. It has been it has been one of the crazier weeks of quarantine this week. Uh, we had uh, since we last recorded, we've had the NFL draft. Uh, we had uh, King, Kim Jong Un die and then came back alive again. Did he actually? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to believe. He's been cloned. No one really knows. I don't think. Uh, aliens exist. Aliens exist. And I had an OnlyFans page for about 15 minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it has been it has been a week. Uh, I don't really know if it's really been that great of a week or if we're just so far into quarantine that this seems like it's the craziest thing ever. Uh, but we've got a lot to talk about this week, uh, mainly starting with with that NFL draft and then going from there. Uh, I think I think everyone here, uh, everyone's team had a, had a pretty good draft. Is that right? My team killed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my team could have had like a C plus, and it still would have been a really, really good draft for the Jets. So. Yeah, all things considered, did the, for the Jets, Jets have a good draft? I don't even know who they drafted. Yeah, they really did. They actually. did. They got an O lineman, so yeah, that's considered. all I know. They got two O linemen, and you got Mims yeah. way late in the second round. Yeah. Somehow mm-hmm. he fell way far. Got my boy Austin Davis. All right, I'm not gonna go into it yet, but no, this is the, the time to go into it. Ravens always. Yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna wait until next week to talk about the Jets, what Jets draft. <laughs> How was the Ravens draft? It was good. I can't <laughs> complain about anything. Uh, there's not too much I complain about with the with the Ravens right now. Who did they take? I I don't even know. Uh, uh, Patrick well, Queen was their first rounder. Yeah, my and then, uh, that was a good pick. Second round, uh, we just took J.K. Dobbins right up from underneath the Dolphins. Just absolutely just. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> get that. Yeah, I mean, that I guess rough. Mark Ingram is pretty old. Yeah, he's but, getting up there, and I mean, you already have two great running backs. We have one great running back, you piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> wow! You're insulting him for saying you have you're better than you are. <laughs> because I know where this is going. It's not saying Wait, we're which better one? than we think he is. I know exactly where he's going with this. Why are y'all talking about running backs? I thought they. I thought he was a quarterback that they drafted. I hate all of y'all. <laughs> I hate all of y'all. But they did, yes. Unfortunately, Baltimore took Dobbins right yes, before Miami could get of, their grimy hands on him. Reigning MVP quarterback when your quarterback will literally get hit for the first time and just just Ugh. disappear like he's in freaking Infinity Wars, like just Yeesh. dusted. Spoilers. It's okay. 201 actually played for the first year. That's right. That's, no. that's, that's yeah, true. He's that's gonna true. Sit. He's going to sit. So who who are they going to start? Are they going to start Fitzpatrick like they say they will, or Magic. Rosen? It's going to be Fitzmagic. Who is Rosen? Like, Rosen are, are they so yeah, what are they? Are they going to trade Rosen? Like, what are they going to do with him? Probably. Who's going to like? They're they going to trade him for like a six rounder. Like he's not worth anything. But, well, they what they might do is because just because of how young he is and because he's so cheap, they might just keep they might just keep extending Rosen as a backup just because. So Fitz is getting up there in age, and Rosen's only like 24, 25. I forgot they had Josh Rosen. So, yeah. like, he's really he's dirt cheap right now. Like, we're not paying anything for him. So, might as well keep him on the roster. Just as let Fitz teach both of them. Yeah, and, you know, keep him as a backup and just kind of let, you know, let Tua sit, heal that hip a little bit. And, uh, you know, there's but let Rosen learn. And well, He hasn't medically cleared, but, you know, we're, we're still in a rebuild stage. Even though, you know, this was our first year into it, you know, rebuilds kind of take some time. We're still trying to get figure everything out, get our roster settled. 
we'll probably sit Tua. Um, I think the the plan all along was because Fitz was signed to a two year deal. We'll just let him start these two years. It was he kind of came in to learn. Um, I think he had flashes, but I don't think the coaching staff saw a lot of what they really wanted to. Um, granted, I feel bad for Rosen. He's had three different offensive coordinators, three different coaches, uh, three years. But yeah. I think they're going to keep can, they're going to keep him on. You know, let him see if he can develop, and maybe you know we'll, we'll get a steal out of it. You know, of course, Tua is I think our of course is our future. That's no doubt in mind. So if we can develop Rosen into a solid backup, or even you know build him up so that he's solid trade bait. Um, you know, I think that's a win-win for us. It never hurts to have two young yeah. backs on the roster. And solid backups are so underrated. Like the Jets Absolutely. got a quarterback, and I was like, they, I, I think they could have like maybe gotten a quarterback later. But like I forgot last year when Sam Darnold got injured, and it was like watching Luke Falk and <laughs> who was it? Sim, uh, uh, Trevor Simeon, I think. Between oh God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I forgot about that. Awful. I wanted to too, like, gouge like, my eyes out. This so, is a great point McCown was your backup. As fragile as Tua is, yeah, they're going to need more. a good backup. Yeah, Tua's yeah, a paper mache yeah. quarterback. Yeah, he's a so, Sam Bradford light kind of injury prone quarterback. And if Rosen can develop, you have a you have a solid backup. You know, again, the, the two is the they future. They have two top no ten doubt. quarterbacks. They really yeah, do. Yeah, we do. So you know, if he can develop, and if you know, we can get the best out of him, and keep letting him mature and kind of learn the offense. Um, you know, to, we'll have two solid my, quarterbacks. I, I meant top ten picks. If I didn't say picks, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I know uh, what you meant. I know what you meant. Okay. <laughs> I know what you meant. I, I do. I do commend you for top ten on the Dolphins that. roster. I, I had to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. So most people would have understood. But, you know, there's always that outlier that's going to just hit you up with a. I'll, I'll get clipped of that one little piece yeah. right there. Well, technically, yeah, exactly. It's the worst. It's like you said, I mean, Marino, I can relate to you because, like you said, you know, having Trevor Simeon, you know, he came in for that one game or Donald's first game of mono. <laughs> um, he came in and, you know, broke and his shoulder blade or whatever. Broken, yeah, and then Falk, yeah. Falk came in and just, you know, stuck it up. Um, and, like, McCown, I know, was your backup there for a little bit. And that's a guy, you know, he's, you know, he was definitely way older than Rosen is, but yeah, he's, he's I, been a solid backup. And the Eagles signed him late, got him out of retirement. And, you know, I was about to say, he, I thought he retired last year, and that's why we didn't have him. Yeah, that's when what happened. Out. And then the, yeah. Eagle, the Eagles managed to squeak him out of retirement for that playoff game when Wentz got hurt um, right. against Seattle. And he, he did decent, considering he had set out for a while. And, you know, he's 37, 38, or whatever he is now, too. So, yeah, you know, I, I definitely agree that having a solid backup is never a bad thing. You never know what will happen. Especially in this oh, absolutely. Steering back towards the draft, the Panthers had a, a pretty good draft. I don't think they had a perfect draft. I, they, they're still missing out on a couple things. But I think Derek Brown was a was a solid pickup. And then yeah. uh, they they got some other some other good defensive players. first team to take all defensive players in the common draft era so that's, that's kind of cool i think it was smart on their part they've been listening to the soda city sit down and be complaining about <laughs> they got, uh gross mottos as well so uh yeah. first two picks were big uh defensive linemen very happy about yeah, that that's huge for the d-line um honestly i i really thought they were going to take isaiah simmons but i think it does make a lot of sense that they got Derek brown um, it's definitely the safer pick to take brown yeah, I think so. I think he fills an fills an immediate need that like they really need to rebuild that D line. So yeah, I thought they had a pretty solid draft. And outside of quarterback, pass rush is like the next most important position. So you have to be able to get to the quarterback. I think Derek Brown gives you that immediate. So that was a great pick. Well, Derek Brown's not a great pass rusher, but he's just in general, just having D line to help. 
yeah, the yeah. best. He's the best he you've got now. D line. Gross Maddox is a great pick. Was a steal in my opinion. And then, uh, I mean, so the the real holes that I wanted to address were. Uh, we still don't have a number one corner, which is going to be bad. Like, we're just going to get mismatched everywhere. I mean, was Josh Norman the last time they genuinely had, like, a... a yeah. Well, Bradbury wasn't, like, terrible. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't like... terrible, a, but he, he wasn't, was like, also, a great he came corner. in as someone who was filling a hole left by yeah. Norman leaving, so... Yeah. I mean, we haven't really had, like, a, a really position. good cornerback yeah. since Norman, but Bradbury did fine. Like, he, like, he was a good corner. He's where now? Uh, Giants, the Giants gave him good money. I think they gave him a four-year deal. Yeah. So like he, I mean, he was worth something, but now we're gonna have. And I, I, th- I think the Panthers did great. I think, of course, you know, you said on this podcast multiple times that the defense was your worry, and I mean, it definitely was true. I mean, you guys lost pretty much everybody that you had from that Super Bowl team. The defense. Um, I think the only thing that surprised me is his rule is as we know an offensive guy. You see him maybe uh, addressing all that next draft or next offseason. Because I know, you know, Rule is an offensive coach. So, you know, kind of what's your take on what he did versus your Well, I think they just wanted to draft the players that would improve the team the most. Okay. And I think that they are fine with where they are on offense right now. I think skill position, like most of the holes in offense, they addressed in free agency. Like, they got a new left tackle. They got a new wide receiver. They extended Christian McCaffrey. A new quarterback. Um, they got a new quarterback, so they've like addressed a lot of things on offensive side of the ball there, and so I think they felt fine. I think they could have used some help on the offensive line, but I think they're they saw more issues on defense, and so that's where they just like really honed in on the draft there, and I was happy with that. You're gonna jump on the bandwagon now and say they win more than three games? <laughs> no, he'll go four. <laughs> four. I'll, give, I'll give you four. <laughs> I'll give you three wins and a tie. three and a half games yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah no i i still think the panthers are gonna get like a top five pick same as i thought before i i, I agree i liked your draft and I, I think someone said it earlier. i really liked you know all of our teams jets dolphins ravens panthers i thought they all had a very good draft um all the needs were addressed Panthers went defense miami got their franchise quarterback Ravens do what they always do and got the steals of the draft. Um, I know we like you know, messing with Tyler about his team, but I think the Ravens actually had a really good draft. The Jets, Man. you know, you, uh, you mentioned this in the group text. You know, how does it feel having competent management there in New York for a little bit? It's it's crazy. I think like I I'm sure there must be some people who talk about it, but there's other louder GMs that do crazy things. But in the past ten years, the the Jets have had the worst GMs out of any team in the NFL. It's crazy. They're still known as Isdick's yeah, first they year. Say that they're worse than the Browns. Absolutely, Isdick's first year is known as the Isdick. I think twelve is they have like a name because all of those guys, besides Quincy Anunua, who only plays like four games a year before he goes for another injury, are out of the <laughs> league. And they were out of the league by like three years after they got drafted, which is awful. It's just terrible. And then uh, Austin can talk about Mike Tenenbaum as well because oh, he went God. straight yeah. to the Dolphins right after. Just just incompetence. And Joe Douglas, I think, came from the Ravens front office, right, Tyler? Is that correct? I couldn't tell I you. Could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he came I think he did. It sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah, I yeah. think that sounds right. If he's incompetent, no. I know, I know he has got, if not, there are guys That's with his crew left, that are though. from the uh, the Ravens. True. Uh, 
who, you know, whoever came with the Ravens with him, or if it was him also brought, uh, I think one of your offensive tackles as well. We've gotten free agency. Uh, so combining with him and our first overall pick, uh, Becton, who the is hog Molly. Hog Molly. Hog Molly. No, when he no, got drafted, his, his dad. dad is, <laughs> I thought that was him. His I was like, oh, dad. Uh, how, do you think his like, dad's what, like 500 pounds? Like, oh, gotta be something in that area. Like, he's, he's a hog hog mom. He's like a double hog That mom. man Just was like a massive human being. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that that's also a shortcoming of Beckton as people talk about. One, for you know, the obvious thing is his uh, failed drug test. Uh, but two, that he can kind of go over his weight class a little bit. He's 364 pounds now. So, if he can keep the weight off and. My Lord. Uh, not not touch the weed. Uh, <laughs> I think he'll be pretty damn good. Stay off the weed. Honestly, <laughs> he needs to stay away from buffet if he's that. If he's For that real, big. dude. He needs the he needs to do the opposite of the Eddie Lacy diet and stay away from the Chinese. <laughs> uh, At least he's an offensive tackle, not a running back. Right, yeah, right, right. Some leeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. For I sure. also thought the uh, Mims pick with us. Um, I think some of us had him like, being drafted late in the first yeah, round. First round, fifty ninth overall is seems like a steal. Um, oh yeah, I thought so yeah. too. Good lord. The Jets always always do well with a really tall and lanky receiver. Um, I mean, Santonio Holmes in the later end of his career still gave a lot of help. Uh, Marshall Edwards. Brandon Marshall, you could even say Robbie Anderson played that role really well. Uh, he's got a lot of raw talent, um, so you know it's up to him to kind of, and up to the team to kind of get him going and kind of uh, polish him up. But I thought we were going to lose him when we traded back. Uh, I can't remember which team we traded back for. Might have been the Patriots. It might have been someone else. So the Colts maybe. Uh, but we went back later in the second round and we're still able to get him, even though like four or five other wide receivers are taken. I think he, I, think I couldn't believe he fell that well. far. Like Matt said, well, a lot of yeah. us had him going in the first round. So to fall, That's what I was worried. I was like, crazy. they know something we don't because like, uh, I mean, I still wanted to draft Mims, but it's like, if he's that bad, I don't know if I want to touch him, you know? Um, but that, those were really, we grabbed, we drafted another offensive tackle late in the draft, uh, from Florida, but it was really like, we needed offensive tackle. We needed wide receivers. Um, uh, and I think we got a really good wide receiver. We really fixed up the offensive, uh, line for Darnold. Hopefully we're, I kept seeing a lot of building the wall like shit on uh Twitter. And I was like, we don't need to be doing that. Please stop. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what happened? That was my, that was Miami's thing too, was build the wall. Build Do like it? build the wall for the quarterback, yeah. Offensive so line like, wall, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and it was did they mean for it to be like that? Well, I they were like, they, I guess they were playing along with the pun, like that is a saying, so it's like, oh, we're building our wall kind of thing, but it's like, I don't know if you want to be associated with that right now. Yes, yeah, be honest, that's not the worst thing that came out of the Jets social media during the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so there was a uh, another infamous like straight after I think the first pick. Uh, we had I guess it was on Twitter. We made someone with the Jets social media team made a like a formally with the Jets social media that had team. the Jets. Yeah, right. Probably not there anymore. <laughs> it had the Jets logo, which is that oval, and then it had the pick is in behind it, and it the the logo was like superimposed, covering partial sections of the text. But the way it covered the P and pick critical took portions. out the leg of or of the the of the P and it ended up kind of looking like the dick was in, which no, I no, mean, no. you could, it you looked, could, it you could say is that good exactly or bad? I don't know. Like, like it's not necessarily the worst thing I've ever. Not the worst right thing that it could happen to somebody. But. Yeah. Hey, I'd rather them flub in the Twitter than flub in the draft. So 
you know, <laughs> we, we did pretty well in the draft there. And then we got some like crazy, just off the wall. I feel like he's going to be underrated players. Like just guys. I don't know if like when I came into the draft, they thought we would need like a safety. I didn't think we were going to need an Austin Davis or Ashton Davis, but dude just has, he's like a Swiss army knife type of player. The big concern when I saw that is uh, Jamal Adams was waiting to kind of get paid uh, shortly before the draft, and then they drafted a safety in the third round, and I got really worried if we were going to Is that Bryce Hall? Oh, there's been all rumor about him getting wanting me traded too. So uh, no, some... Bryce Hall is the cornerback. So okay, we got a decent yeah. cornerback as well. Bryce Hall is legit. He's, yeah, he's really, in the really fifth round, pick. taking Bryce Hall is a really good pick. Gamecock fans will remember Bryce Hall for winning us down. zero points yes. on the entire Virginia offense in that bowl game. No, uh, he, he yeah. had the nope. nation best twenty-four nope. pass defender. We're talking about that today. This time our <laughs> Gamecock. Uh, we're not talking about talked about one day later. Also, the, I think overall the Jets did really well. The only pick I was a little confused by was the random fourth-round quarterback from Florida International. I was I can't too. Imagine he ever plays unless he's just some diamond in the road. He's got to be an upgrade from Falk, though. Has to be better than Luke Falk. And like like Marina said earlier when we were talking about Tua and Rosen, you got to have a, a a decent backup. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and anyone's better than Falk. Right, right. And he's going to get a lot of time to sit. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, he, he's he's a playmaker. Um, like I I've heard he's got a big arm. Um, so you know, I, I like that. That's going to be good for kind of. Hopefully we start moving towards an air raid type of offense. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple of picks here and there. But to air finish out, um, overrated. Yeah, Rim well, from, from your point of view, you know, <laughs> let's let's talk about some of the other well, well, social before, media before, things. Okay. Well, before we go into that, I just wanted to say that the Jets did. I think um, they didn't franchise Jamal Adams, but they they optioned him for a fifth year. So for now. Jamal Adams is still legit, which is good. So that that was the last piece of the draft is making sure we kept Jamal. Real quick, I do want to add on to Marina with my team because I can be in the same boat about terrible, terrible, terrible management. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, as he mentioned earlier, came right from New York and decided to just rip apart Miami from the inside out. Yep. As an Adam Gase, who is currently with the Jets, um, they came in and kind of did everybody away. That was our best player, Jay Ajayi, Jarvis Lynn. Um. So I do know for years about how terrible management can lead to terrible draft picks and guys that didn't pan out and just training away your best players. Um, so on my end too, I've seen what good coaching and good leadership and good management look like. You know, Flores came in with arguably the worst roster ever assembled and won five games. Here came in and they they popped smoke screen like crazy. Nobody knew what they were going to do. <laughs> had a lot of people thinking they were going to take Herbert or that they were going to take somebody else, that they were going to trade up to three. Stayed right there at five and took Tua, and they probably pulled off the greatest holy shit in the history of the draft. Um, oh, don't quote me on that, but that, that, I mean they they really like kept that a secret for a long time. No one knew what they were going to do, which I love because if everyone knows what you're going to do. They're going to try and buy you for. They went in there and they got Tua, and just just seeing the the positions of need that they filled, and you know having all these draft picks, they traded some back traded some up we stole matt breeder from the 49ers i thought that was a great pickup that was a good one we got him for like a fifth rounder which is absolutely nothing for a guy that's got killer speed um you know the the offseason additions that we we brought in with van noy from the patriots Gordon howard um people like that alan roberts you know you know having competent management can take a team a long way and with marino that seeing this this light you know i don't really know how, how to react like just having a good 
you know, GM. You. So, you know, Tyler knows, you know, DaCosta and Newsom and all those guys are great GMs. He's exploited a little bit, but like having a, a good GM makes a world of a difference in your organization. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's the Brady effect. As soon as Brady leaves, all the other teams in the AFC East at least start really picking up. No, it's our time now, man. We got to, you know, it's, it's our cho- it's our chance oh, now. It, it made me so happy to see the Patriots do some weird shit in the draft. Oh, man. It made me so happy to fleece them in a be- in a good trade. Oh, well. so yeah, they, yeah, sh- they traded know, up for a guy like, no one's going to get for two. For they they did some trade. weird stuff, <laughs> and then they're just going to come around, and they're going to like still yeah, win probably, a Super Bowl next year. Probably. It's just going to piss well, As long as Belichick's there, you know, and – yeah. As long as Belichick's there, and, and, honestly, and we, we have a guy what? that was like shitting on every move he made, but it's like, guy, the guy's got you six. That's, that's the key to Belichick's about. success is having his dog draft for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that was a good boy. I, I kind of hate saying this, but in a way, I'm also like kind of rooting for like the Patriots in a sense, and like I don't want him to win the Super Bowl because I'm tired of that. Stuff. No, just wait. No, just I know wait. what you're saying. I, I know what he's saying. I think I know what he's saying too. Than, like, yeah, the Bucks because. I just hate Tom Brady so much. Like, I don't hate yeah. Belichick. Like, I guess is what I'm realizing with this breakup. And it's kind of like, I just I, I just hate Brady so much. And I think that he's overrated. And I don't think that he's just, like, I just think he is the definition of a system quarterback. Like, they are just guys that, I mean, like, you see it in college all the time. Like, you have guys that get into a good system. And Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow is a great example. You know, he won two national championships. What are you talking about? Competed for others and that's then a franchise like, quarterback. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, like <laughs> why can't that happen in the NFL? Like uh, you're talking about like, college versus NFL. That's completely different. Okay, but what I'm saying is like how these guys can like <laughs> do so good there and then just don't do anything. Like so, like what I'm hoping is like kind of like you know how. Well, again, Tebow that's was, completely like, different. There's plenty of people that are successful in college and not in the NFL. Yeah, but what he's okay. saying is it's just like they're they were adapted to that college system and that's what yeah. they were good at. And so yeah. if they, they, if Brady was so adapted to this Patriot system and then he goes to Tampa Bay, who's to say that he won't flop in Tampa Bay? It's the first time he's been without McDaniel's and Belichick. Why is it a bad thing that he mastered his system? It's not, it's not a bad, a bad thing. thing. It's, it's not. But what bad. what is he going to do now but that he's out think- of it? I don't think that I you mean, can you'll probably still be in the same goat. system and just probably bring the system to Tampa. Yeah. Well, they clearly have yeah, been we'll coming in there. and Yeah, I don't know. I don't Arians know. doesn't seem like a guy that's going to like take some. Ari- Arians is a very air raid. And yeah, yeah. and so that's what I'm year. really excited about is because I don't think Brady is going to like do well in the Tampa Bay system. And like they'll probably, yeah. you know, accommodate in certain ways, but I just, I, I, I don't know. I just, I would love to see that team fall flat on its face. You know, and especially Sucks, like I like Arians, but no, no I do too, I, and I that's do why like I'm pissed because yeah. it's like I, I want Arians to win because I think he's a hell of a coach. We saw what he did with the the, the Cardinals, brought them right. to the NFC Championship in 2020. He got smoked in that game, but bringing him there with Carson Palmer uh, and David Johnson, he did great things. <laughs> they did get you know, smoked. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm with Tyler. You know, I'm I'm never ever 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 gonna be. And that's that, <laughs> but I would agree that Belichick. I'm rooting for him because I wanted to. I just want it to be like, hey, you know, he was the reason that this whole dynasty started. You know, you have you have Gronk and you have Brady leaving. Um, so I kind of want to see this go. I guess the po- whole thing is, is like I would much rather all the credit go to Belichick than have it all go to Brady. And I think, like, right now, like, just depending on how next season goes is how it's going to be remembered in a large part with with everything going forward. I don't know. I've softened on Tom Brady, so 
week. I mean, because you are soft. The man, the man comes to your division and you soften what? Tom Brady. Yeah, he's poisoned. He is poison. He will ruin your division from the inside out. He's going to be done in like two years. It'll be fine. Yeah, the Panthers going to be rebuilding that whole time, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, easy, easy for you to say. You see, yeah. it's already happened. It's, until it's I 10 years of rebuild. Brown put that man in the ground. Tom oh Brady God. is the is the, is the goat, so uh, he it's fine. Tom Brady is the I'm just I'm interested to see how he'll do. We're not going to gonna have this conversation again, but anyways... Well, Clayton has bad takes, and similar to bad takes, <laughs> no, some uh, GMs had some bad takes in their picks. What are our worst? What are our worst uh, teams? Packers. For their drafts. Packers. Packers two. Pretty rough. Falcons, Falcons and Packers. Falcons. Falcons, I, Packers. Uh, Falcons came out of my mind as the worst man. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Falcons probably worse, but Oof. Packers are definitely closer to it. I mean, who it, picks an Auburn player? Uh, I don't know. Ask player. Clayton's team, <laughs> <laughs> and ask ask uh, Austin's team. It was also Davidson a very good pick. Goes forty seventh overall, contrary to Marino's belief, where he was going to go uh, first half of the first round. I got the wrong Auburn guy. All right, it was <laughs> Noah Ignominy that I was thinking of. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't even take him, and their first pick was AJ Terrell, and that was a that was a reach too. Yeah. Yeah, Man, I, I didn't get that one. I saw way too many clips post draft of him getting absolutely roasted by. And it wasn't everyone. just like <laughs> it wasn't Gamecock Twitter either. Like it was national media. Like this dude is burnt yeah. toast. They even showed it too. Like a lot of the clips they showed were the uh, national championship game where Justin Jefferson and uh, Jamar Chase were just totally beating him. I'm just yeah. like, also, like North this North Carolina and other average below average. Teams, I don't know. It just seemed like a questionable pick, and then it it didn't really. What do you mean better. they shut down the ACC? Elite, elite. But they they are in the uh, <laughs> NFC South. So, uh, Matt, I think you're really underestimating that Boston College receiving core. You're really uh, yes. underestimating Duke. Mm. But yeah, also to go along with that, someone mentioned the Packers. Um, also, a highly questionable first round at the very least. I didn't pay as much attention to their other picks, but I thought they had a very highly questionable first and second round. Because they, they drafted two positions that are their absolute longest, and went with that, their run game was amazing. They had Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Aaron Jones, I think, led the league in rushing touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. And their first overall pick was Jordan Love. Their second pick or their second round pick was uh AJ Dillon at Boston College. But they literally drafted their two strongest positions. I don't know. Maybe they think they're gonna package them out in the trade or something and try to do something in the like I I, I just don't I don't get it. I really, yeah. really do not get it. Like why like, a quarterback in the first yeah, pick? Yeah, like it's it's like yeah, I mean he, that like aging. I could see. Like, like, yeah, it, it wasn't a bad idea, but just to do it when they did it, like Rogers still just, has some good. The Packers are just known to for trade up. This. To trade up, though, Brett Favre yeah. had this exact same thing happen to him with Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are known for this, so they're just thinking Love is going to be the next big thing. But regardless, yeah, they, they regardless, have Love and I, Dylan, who are, I I guess the assumption is that they will play behind the starters for at least. 
two or three years. And then by then, they hope that these two players will, I guess, be able to eclipse what the other, the current starters are. And I guess I, I see it as a long-term play with a whole lot of risk to it because I just, I don't know. Jordan Love doesn't seem like he fits the same uh, mindset as Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre did, but I, he also I guess just that's doesn't look why that I'm not a good. Team. I know yeah, this was a deep receiver saying. class, but like I could have forgiven them taking Love the first round. For them to not get Rodgers any help at all, whether it was the offensive line or a receiver, or yeah, I don't understand why would you not get him help? Like, what was he doing? A stat that he's only thrown one touchdown to a first rounder yes. in like his entire yeah. career. That is yeah, so sad. And this was a really big and wide receiver. Kind of... Lewis. Oh, really? Yeah, this was a deep class. And like Mims, yeah, who fell to the Jets at the, at the bottom half of the second round. Yeah, dude. There like, were so many people the, the Packers could have picked up. And what they do, they drafted their replacement quarterback, great message to send, their replacement running back, who the one that they have active right now was an absolute baller. So I, do, yeah. I, don't, I just don't understand the move at all. And then just in terms of Rodgers, the person who says he wants to play till he's 40, it's like he's definitely going to want to – he's going to have to either go for a trade out Rodgers has go got. He's definitely got five. Yeah, he's got left. so. The much guy has not tank. lost any zip. He's he's. Yeah. He's he's here. Ridiculous, like he. Yeah. So like, why not give that guy help? That's, That's what I'm saying. Question. I agree. Five I don't know. Great question. Is, is a long time in like the NFL. You know, like it, yeah. It, I mean, that's a, that's a good amount of time. If you could put together like a good five year run, and you know, I mean, like a good five year run could be just one Super Bowl, or, you know, even like a one Super Bowl appearance. But like, that's that's still a good five years. Like, if you get to do that, and yeah. you know, what, like I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why they. Yeah, I mean, they're they're really wasting probably the greatest back talent of like that generation that we've ever seen. Rodgers literally is is one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. Yeah, play the game. Um, just his his mobility outside the pocket, the way he can put the ball anywhere on the field. I mean, we saw what happened. Uh, Matt can attest. He had Devontae Adams in fantasy, but when I mean, um, I know I know great quarterbacks take their team far, and realistically, he did. Right, the Packers are what thirteen and three. I think Devontae Adams missed eight, nine yeah. games of the season, and yeah. he was throwing to like Lazard. Geronimo Allison, like who are they? Like he he made it work with nobody, and the like Packers if you actually got the guy received good this year, yes, they were, yeah. and that was they without were their so top sneaky good this year receiver, right? Were they yeah. were they the one seed or the two seed? They were the two? Their Niners were the one. Seed. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, yeah, like it was kind of like when the season got over, and you were like looking at the playoff season, you were like, oh, the Packers are the two seed. Oh, the Packers are thirteen and three. Like you, you sit there and you watch sixteen games and you didn't even realize that they were thirteen and three because they, you know, people were talking about the Chiefs and the Niners and the and the Ravens and all of you know all of these other teams and they were like, oh well, this team is thirteen and three and that's a hell of a record. Thirteen and three and be the two seed in your division or in your. And that's in your pretty conference. much all Rodgers. Under under a, under a rookie head coach, yeah, it was definitely Rodgers. I mean, you had a rookie head coach. Like I said um, that's right. Forgot Adams that. missed like eight to nine games. I mean, their defense was solid, probably the best defense he's ever had. But just like Rodgers had his typical what twenty-eight touchdowns to four interceptions season that he normally has. Like he's got so much in the tank, and you're just gonna go, yeah, we can afford to have Devonte Adams, and <laughs> if he gets hurt, he'll just throw it to some guy we picked off off the streets of Wisconsin. 
I just don't understand the yeah, thought I, process. It's here. like I think I think the Falcons overall had the worst picks, but the two first picks that the Packers had were just so egregious that like it overshadows that. Because like yeah, those two that should have been easy. Definitely the worst, I think. I, I don't yeah. know if another team was comparable there. Um, but then we look kind of to the opposite end. I feel like all of y'all's teams with the Jets, Panthers, Ravens, and Dolphins, all I would say had above average to like very good drafts. Um, outside of like y'all's teams that you look at more specifically, which teams mm. come to mind as like the best? Because I've got a couple that just pop into my Vikings. brain. The Vikings, Vikings definitely, one. I feel like, had had the best one. I would also say the Cardinals low-key had a pretty solid draft. Yeah, I, think I would agree. Niners, too, from what I've read up on the Niners and like what they're looking to do for next year, they had a pretty successful draft. Like Honestly, I, mean, I, course, I, I think we all hate – oh, go ahead, Todd. I'm a bad. Go ahead. I, well, I was going to say, you know, I mean, we all, we all look at Ken Law as like a big pick, um, but – yeah. You know, from everything that I've seen, like, you know, there's a couple spots that the Niners wanted to kind of fill in. Um, but like they're pretty content on running it back next year with like pretty much the same team. And they had the ability to do that, uh, you know, which can be pretty rare for a team that, you know, is, you know, a quarter away from winning a Super Bowl um, to be able to like run it back with the majority of your of your main cast. Um, and so, I mean, I think when that's the goal and that's pretty openly to be the goal, I think they had a pretty strong draft to kind of fill in those pieces that they needed and, and have a couple and, and really be a depth building draft. Absolutely. They have a great, uh, you know, great GM. So it doesn't surprise that me. Niners defensive line is about to be, it's going to be so yeah. nuts. It's, yeah. Like they literally traded a player away for a first pick. I had to force Bruckner and they, yeah, they brought in Kinlaw who literally was just a replacement. And now he's on a rookie contract. Um, that defense is, you know, Bosa now, um, Kinlaw, they've got Eric Armstead. I mean, yeah, like Tyler said, very rarely do you see a team that was that close to winning a Super Bowl. It's probably the odds-on favor to go back, I would imagine. Them and the Chiefs probably, again, are the odds-on favor. Um, so, you know, that team only got better, what I what I can tell. I don't know. I think Tampa could be up there. Oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs> Clayton, are you a Tampa Bay fan now or something? What's going on? I want to see Tampa Bay do well. Dude. What? Get out of here. So Clayton's off the podcast. As a Panthers fan, you want to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do well? Yeah, for real. Yeah, because I want the Panthers to suck. Clayton's fully in tank mode. He's, yes, he's a lost cause. <laughs> if we're going to continue on draft grades, I, I do think also another pretty sneaky one was the Cowboys had a pretty solid draft as well. I was going to say that too, Marino. Good call. Yeah, I mean, like, CeeDee Lamb with the first pick, Uh, you know, he was definitely one of the big names off the board. I I, I still think Judy or, or Higgs would have been better, but I mean, he, there's no doubt about it that he was one of the top three wide receivers there. I don't think anyone saw him falling that far either. Right, right. I think he fits their their kind of system. They've got a lot better as well. It just so that. many. Trayvon Diggs say, is Trayvon legit Diggs, too. Yeah, that was a good, a good one two punch. Very, very, very good. Um. Just a lot of really solid picks here. Um, I'm kind of looking through them now. I've kind of like even forgot how many solid guys they got through this draft. Um, a lot of depth they're building up here. They even got a quarterback at the seventh round. So uh, some again, kind of helping out in case something happens to Dak. Uh, it's going to help out. And I think it's probably going to lean more towards McCarthy style of coaching now. Um, yeah, for you know, sure. Just coming into a brand new system. I think, you know, he'll be able to coach Dak Prescott well, but I don't necessarily say coming from Aaron Rodgers to Dak Prescott. I don't know if they're the exact same style. 
Um, so I think I think their new quarterback from, from James Madison. Can we know someone from James Madison? Uh, is, I think he's going to do pretty well uh, with uh, that, that system. Connor Mitch. I'm no mean Miller, Cowboys fan. Yeah, I was going to say it was John Miller. Yeah, um, you know, a, a combination of uh, Zeke and Ju, or excuse me, of Lamb and Amari Cooper is a pretty scary combination. So I mean, they they should um, with McCarthy coming in. We all know what he did with Green Bay. Um, I think he can get the most out of those players. And if Dak can be the player that the Cowboys and the league seem to I think that he is, yeah. yeah, that too, correct? Um, you know that they should be they should be contenders automatically, right? Um, you know, it all comes down to the quarterback play. But just looking on paper, that offense should be pretty dynamic. I don't know what y'all's opinion here is, but I had Justin Jefferson, uh, Jeff Gladney, and Ezra Cleveland all in the first round, and Minnesota got all of them. <laughs> uh, the first two being late in the first round, and Cleveland being uh, someone they got a little bit later. For sure, and man. That- with the fact the fact that they traded up to get Gladney where they got him. That it's that's just about as I think as perfect. That's a, a mobile move right there. Sure. That, that's definitely why they were up there. I mean, because yeah. I, I did the same thing, Matt. I looked at our boards, just all the ones that we did personally, and our Soda City board, and the names that I saw the Vikings take. I was like, some of us had all those guys in the first round. Yeah, yeah. The fact that, and I know they were graded that high too by you know Kuiper and all those guys. Seeing that the Vikings got three first round talent grades in rounds one through two, or even three. I mean that was that was impressive, and they positions a need. They got Jefferson because Diggs got traded to the Bills. Uh, they they cut Rhodes and another big uh, corner of theirs, and added Gladney. So th- they got positions of need and high grades of positions they do. So that's as good as you can get. Yeah, I think between the uh, good and the bad, it was definitely a very fun draft. Uh, we were all posted up in our Discord. We did a few Tua shotguns when uh, Austin finally heard the news. We got a great reaction from Austin yeah. that we posted on the Twitter. Overall, like all things considered, I had a blast watching this draft. It it completely um, lived up to the hype that like a month ago I was talking about. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get really into this draft just because it's the only thing on TV. <laughs> so it it was a lot of fun. Um, Going away from the NFL teams and into, uh, I guess, the more of the local uh, topics here. Uh, related to the draft, we had four South Carolina Gamecocks as well as five, uh, four, four Gamecocks drafted and five signed free agent contracts. Um, just to go down the list here, obviously, first, the big one, Javon Kinlaw. Uh, 14th overall, first round pick to the Niners. Uh, the Niners just continue to add Gamecocks. <laughs> yep. No one was really no, they, surprised. They don't all play, there. but they uh, they're at least signing him and drafting him. Yeah, they seem to love us. Uh, Brian Edwards then going third round to the Raiders and pissed me off. Yeah, it was a great pick from them. I just, man, the Raiders drafted weird. I wouldn't necessarily say it was bad because they just added athletes, but they got the receiver back quarterback from Kentucky. They went back yeah, to back receiver, and I wanted, I wanted a, I wanted a wide receiver like Edwards, someone that was a big body that could go up and get the ball in Baltimore. I wanted someone like that, and like it was like I'm looking at the draft board and seeing who's like ahead on like at least on like the ESPN listings for wide receivers. 
And I'm like, I think we might end up with Edwards. I think it might happen. But the Raiders just got selfish when it came to drafting receivers. And they drafted like three on their first four picks, including that back-to-back in the third round. And I wanted to throw my fist to the wall. I was so mad. I could not believe it. They're trying to fix Carr any way they can, but just giving him like infinity. Just give him a whole bunch of athletes. Close your eyes. I mean, they certainly did that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Shit, they got they got what three receivers in the draft? Maybe four. Yeah, they overall. got Rugs, Rugs, and right. the Kentucky guy, and Edwards in just the first three rounds. Yeah, but Edwards then, is going to be a beast. Yeah, Edwards is going to be really good, man. I'm excited to watch him. He was so he was at, like, it's crazy that even for us, I feel like he was underrated because I went back and looked at all the things he did throughout his career at South Carolina. Do you know how, like how many amazing catches, how many clutch plays, like he saved us many games over a very rough four year period. I mean, but that touchdown against Tennessee, not that it meant anything at the end of the day, because it didn't really help, but that was an, uh, just an amazing, an amazing. That's the best, best catch I've ever seen in person by a long shot. And I was there for Alshon's catch against, Alabama, where he's oh, getting held that was, the whole that, way, no, that was and a it was catch, it, but... that was amazing. But that Tennessee catch, I he literally palms the middle of the ball on a ball that's clearly thrown. It what looks like it's about to go in the stands when it leaves the guy's hand. Just an absolutely incredible play. But we'll definitely miss Brian Edwards this year, as we missed him deeply in the last couple uh, games of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't score a single touchdown. Yeah, I was say, is that a shot on our quarterbacks? Uh, like... Yeah, Brian Edwards was one of my favorite players in the last four years. It is, you know, it's just, it's just sad that you know his la- what his last play was, you know, that the missed touchdown in the back of the end zone against App State. Um, yeah. Yikes! But it's just kind of like, and, and I, but the one thing I hate is what he was. He fought all those injuries at the end of the year, and he was what he had all the records just like for touchdowns, and he was one touchdown away. From, oh, from was he? Damn. So that's yeah. that's probably like my definitely biggest definitely racked up the career achievements. Um, DJ Wanham then goes in the fourth round to the Vikings, and TJ Brunson in the seventh round to the Giants. So uh, four total players. I thought that was what? pretty sweet. <laughs> we'll definitely miss uh, Wanham and Brunson next year. Uh, need to fill those gaps. You want him? You got him. Ah, yeah, I saw Thanks, that. Austin. I saw that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> But outside of that, Rico Dowdle, Tavian Feaster, Kyle Markway, Kobe Smith, and Danelle Stanley all getting some free agent contracts. So we'll see how that goes for them. Hopefully they can work their way onto a roster. Um, the notable guy that wasn't mentioned at all, I don't know if anybody else heard anything about him, was Joe Charlton. Like, was he not up there with one of the best punters in the country he was number one like coming into the seventh round i think he was on kuiper i think he was kuiper's number one punter really yeah. marino didn't uh didn't the jets take the, a punter yes i think they picked him in the i hope it was the six rounds if it was any earlier I'm i think it was the a&m there. guy who was pretty yes, good it was it was the a&m guy at the sixth round uh brandon man or Braden man uh, and he was, yeah. he was, was he was very, very good. That was the most um, entertaining part of the South Carolina A&M game was just watching <laughs> no, battle better. Because honestly, I, it was an absolute punter's duel. Joe Charlton pulled the ball behind his back to avoid getting blocked and still got a punt off. Like That's right. Uh, that was just incredible. But um, all those guys, uh, 
make us Gamecocks proud. Um, over to the other side of the state, Clemson had seven total, two in the first round with uh, Simmons and Terrell. Yeah, I don't um, think Simmons then, necessarily dropped, but he definitely went closer to what I picked him as. I think like 15 than where you guys had him in like the first 10. That's what a steal that, for the Cardinals, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a big pick from the Cardinals, who I think all indications were they were planning on taking an O lineman, but when he fell there, kind of had to at that point. Yeah, exactly. kind of had to. Sometimes you can't deny it. Um, but Higgins going day two. Um, no surprise there. Uh, picked about where we thought him. Thought he would go. I think it was early second round. It was the first pick of the second um, round, right? First pick. He was. Uh, yes. I think yes, he was to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah Bengals. Yeah. But yeah. Then after that, uh, the last three guys I'm not very familiar with, but uh, day three picks along with Tanner Muse, who went, what was it, third, third or fourth round? <laughs> Which honestly, I, I just don't. May, he's he's got a lot of accolades. You go to the Raiders Clemson. too. Uh, One of the other Clemson guys. I, did I, you think, go to the I think that's right. Simpson went to the Raiders for sure. Hughes might have too. Yes, Hughes he picked, did. With the he... 100th pick, we have selected linebacker Tanner Muse from I was Clemson. About to say, yeah. Reviving Clemson West. Oh, he's oh, a that's linebacker? So I thought he was like a safety. <laughs> that's <laughs> the official tweet from the, from the Raiders. What? Reviving Clemson West. They're calling themselves Clemson West. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? And then Brian Edwards has to play with these guys, man. Clemson Brian Edwards West. is just so walking, uh, just walking uh, to Gruden's so office and request a trade. But yeah, Tanner Muse never looked good in any <laughs> game I ever watched Clemson play, but he was first team all ACC, so I guess that's worth something. Eat. Um, must be pretty decent to go fourth round, but I just didn't. Tanner Muse, I, I, I just, I, I just. It's just something about Clemson's media with with everything, and one of the biggest like Clemson media moment is you know of course you know his brother is one of our tight ends tore his ACL against Vandy this year, is that right? Was it Vandy that he tore his ACL in? Bueller, Bueller, y'all, y'all, I have no idea. Okay, I'm like, did are y'all hearing me? Like, am I talking to myself? You talking Tanner Muse's brother? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember his first name right now, but he was our tight end. He was doing pretty decent. Um, and uh, and I remember right before the Clemson Carolina game, one of the Clemson media guys asked Tanner Muse, uh, if Muse? sounds right, yeah, 17 catches for South Carolina in his first season, yeah, but yeah, he tore his ACL. And one of the Clemson media guys were like, Are your parents happy that your brother tore his ACL so they only have to cheer for one team in the game? And I was like, God, yeah, I remember that. I was like, holy hell. What? Yeah. Are we going to talk about it all during the, uh, the draft? Just, uh, like the, the shots at people, people's like backgrounds and their families and their parents during this draft. Just like, it wasn't even just shots. It was just, they're having the best (laughs) moments of their life. He had the greatest combine we've ever seen, but his mom and dad died in a terrible car accident. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh my god. Like, you know, I They're wonder just, what he was thinking really? when he ran that 40 mile dash. Do you think he would be thinking, are my parents proud of me, right? Like, what? Yeah, like, honestly. Really <laughs> oh man, just the like worst. two truths and a lie, but it was two goods and a bad. It was yeah. like there's you are you're only putting three facts about a person on on the screen, and why does one of them have to be like horrible? Yeah, it, it doesn't make like, sense. Like literally, like even Tua. Tua goes in the fifth pick of the draft, kid just became a millionaire. 
And then like not, they don't even let it go. Like it was like, and with the fifth pick of the NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua. And then it was like, oh, here's Tua's entire injury history. Can we not say something good about this? Nothing was worse than the one guy who had his thing was up there about uh something that he was deemed innocent for. Yeah, he, like, it was, got, it was like, a kicked off Wisconsin. Yeah. Out of Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah. He got like kicked off the team and then got reinstated when he was like found innocent. And then they put it up there. It's like, well if he was found innocent, why even bring it up yeah. on like this yeah. day yeah. for him? Like it's, it's not like, the it OJ sure. trial. It's not it was the a sexual OJ assault trial. allegation that got yeah. dropped. I'm sure at this point in his life he wants to like just put that all behind him and think about the future. And this is like the biggest moment in his entire life. And it's just like, Hey, let's just remind oh, you man. one more time about probably one of the worst moments in your life as well to give you a good dichotomy, I guess. But technically you didn't get charged for, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this shouldn't be thought of at all, but they just, I guess needed to create more content. I don't think it's ever been this bad, but I think it's probably because we don't have a lot, you know, we didn't have the same draft as we normally do. It was like, yeah, months. Did uh, that, like people's parents being like crack addicts for sick, like their whole is like, all right, Jesus, man. Did the mom is a recovering heroin uh, addict. I was like, <laughs> yes, like, damn. I mean, based off of T. Higgins' mom's comments on things, <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's pretty, it's not like they had to dig hard for that one, but did y'all see the uh, the superhero draft board? And so it was like, the, it was like someone took the ESPN graphic for the draft for like the three facts and then like made it with superheroes, and so it'd be like. Iron Man, and he'd be like, uh, really matures as a as a player, like something else, and then it's like, parents oh, murdered see. by teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like, see. oh, it was it was so funny, you know, because every superhero has some traumatic backstory, right? It yeah, was yeah, like, it's uh, kind of like the same process. You know, Batman, like, both his parents killed. Yeah, you know, it was like hurt. Peter Parker. Yeah, both parents are orphan, and he's like, it's someone that fought for his uncle's death. And it was like, oh my god, <laughs> like it just was so bad. Like it was, it was hilarious because it was spot on. But it was yeah. just, oh, we were man. like just so into the Discord that I missed a lot of like. Those yeah, I feel like that's true later. too. I saw a really? lot of them later, and I was like, Jesus, dude. I think some of the best parts of the dr the draft were the like funny videos that were coming out. Like, I think the f the best oh, one Tinlong? was C no, no, was C D Lamb and his girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> his girlfriend tries girlfriend to take his phone, and he's yeah. having none of it. None of that. <laughs> and it was, it was Trey Young's ex girlfriend. Wait, really? Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He said it a while ago. Trey Young's ex girlfriend. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I cannot confirm that. I'm like, I, it's like, it's almost too crazy to believe. So like, I don't want to like say like this a hundred percent true, but I did see a picture and the girl like looked very, very similar. But cause like, and everyone was like roasting Trey Young because somebody was like, um, he like, <laughs> like he, he saw it and was immediate. Like he tweeted something like bashing this girl. And then everyone's like, Ain't that your ex? Yes, <laughs> I'll say, damn, dude, he can't even get away but from it. But it makes sense because CeeDee yeah. Lamb is from Oklahoma and Trey Young is from Oklahoma as well. That's kind so, of suspect that, like, this both girl of her... is just. But, I guess she's just an athlete chaser. Like. Yeah, as I was saying, it's suspect. And what? Trey Young's been in the league for two years. So, Trey right? Young's doing two, pretty well. Years. And so, like, CeeDee Lamb, like, and he went out after a freshman year, and CeeDee Lamb's coming out after a junior, senior year. So, it. Hey. Maybe this is a sign, you know. Hey, CD Lamb, I know you listen to this podcast. Uh, if you, you know, <laughs> so you'll you'll get this message. Uh, you might want to think about dumping her because Trey Young did. 
And uh, when he got drafted, people were very yeah. unsure about him, and he ended up being really, really good. So maybe if you dump this girlfriend, I heard you're she also really uh, well. was involved with you know all three of the most recent uh, Oklahoma quarterbacks, and then uh, you know he, she also was involved with Blake Griffin and. No, she's waiting for that next Oklahoma. No, I'm just making stuff up. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were kidding, but I honestly like the inside wasn't. man. She's Holy just waiting hell. for the next, uh, the next Oklahoma athlete star. You know, right, right. <laughs> there were a lot of such like good memeable moments along with like that one. There was the one with the dude sitting on the toilet while like <laughs> was the tap Titans screen pick, was yeah, there. Rabel's yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reflection bounced into like where he was getting drafted. That's just really unlucky, but also hilarious. Why would you? Taking a shit with the door open while there's a <laughs> there, live There is also the other one. I can't remember family who, in there. I can't remember who it was, but like his family, his close family was there when he was getting drafted. And then in the background, there was like two like adults, like a, a, a man and a woman coming out of, I guess, like where the bedrooms were. And like the man uh, was like putting his shirt on and the girl was like messing with her hair. And they were like leaving. But the hair was all messed up. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I didn't like, see what that. happened? <laughs> I'm oh, sure that man. wasn't how it went, but man, it looked... Like just stay off the screen. Just like if if something's someone's about to get drafted, just like don't don't be near like at all. How selfish can you be? I mean, your your friend's about to get drafted and you're off doing well, other stuff. To, like, come hey, on, man. Hey, well, man. apparently that was like his girlfriend and like his brother or something. Uh, what? brother or the brother and the brother's girlfriend. No, no, no! His girlfriend and his brother. Oh man, why would you oh, do that man. on draft day? Like, it's about he to be felt bad. He wanted to be something. He wanted something too. So well, they said it wasn't like. It, they said it wasn't what it looked. But they I were mean, just working yeah. out. That's all they were doing. It's not what it looks like. It's not what it looks like. The oldest excuse in the book. Another honorable mention for me. I can't remember who the Titans drafted. I think in the first round, but like the dude's girlfriend was like on his lap and That's hugging my him. Favorite one. His mom. The mom. The mom. Oh yes. Like, it's like pretty much you got get off my side. <laughs> speaking time of, to speaking go. of the Titans, what the heck speaking was of. going on at Vrabel at Vrabel's house? So, yeah, that's what we're talking about with the, with the guy in the bathroom. The, the guy and then in the bathroom, like the guys no, no, in the, no, the people dressed was... up in the costume, yeah. like the wax figures or whatever they were. Like, no, yeah, they were just had, standing like, still people in costume. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was so hey, I mean, you got to entertain somehow, some way. Yeah, overall, fantastic draft. I think we've pretty much nailed every point we wanted to talk about there from who did well, who did poorly, Actually, and I, uh, some of the local guys taken. Go for it, Austin. No, you can't. I was going to say, I did leave out a team, actually, just because we were talking about receivers earlier. I, I wanted to throw in the Broncos, too, as having a good draft. Um, I thought they added a lot of receiver help, and I, I've come to notice because we were talking about the Raiders specifically. AFC West has a lot of firepower. Right? You know what the Chiefs are with Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey, uh, but the Raiders adding uh, Rugs and Edwards there, and now the Broncos adding Judy and Hamler there from Penn State, and they added a tight end from school that I can't remember. But the AFC West has a ton of firepower, and I thought I thought Elway did a great job of adding um, some help for Locke there, and they added Melvin Gordon in the off season. So the Broncos also added a lot of firepower, and I kind of want to throw them in as an. That's all I got to say. Yeah, well, for sure. Let's see if you know Drew Locke can, um, you know, keep the performance up for sure with with his new weapons and everything. Yeah. Hopefully not, because he's a Missouri guy. Hopefully not. I hate Missouri so much. <laughs> I just, I hate them. 
<laughs> well, moving on from the draft, because I think we've pretty much nailed everything. Much. Um, all right, well, everything except for one thing are mock drafts, of course. Oh, yeah. Where uh, we've, we haven't mentioned it at this point, because, man, it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I had a great start. I, personally, <laughs> personally, I started six for seven and then missed every single pick the yeah, entire like, rest of the draft. That, the the uh, sit down one, it just started so hot. I was like, wow, we might actually do this. And then Austin did too. Yeah, that's yeah, Austin true. Was seven Austin, for seven. I was seven for seven. Yeah. Everyone after that. <laughs> oh, I got one. Clayton, I got. I Clayton got at first only had three. He Clayton actually kind of got a couple toward the end to save himself yeah. from the yeah. punishment. I got so, the yeah, receivers but, uh, right. Is what I I got that like no one else got. That's true. I guess we should explain a little bit more in depth. Uh, I don't remember if we mentioned it last week. I know we talked about it, but you know, we we our punishment was whoever loses. Has to make an OnlyFans account. Uh, so if you've never with back pictures of their feet, yes, with pictures of our feet. We're not getting we're a classy podcast. Crazy. Yes, we're classy. We're classy. We don't send actual lewd photos, <laughs> <laughs> unless you have a foot fetish. Then I guess <laughs> yeah. your definition. So uh, yeah, so yeah, um, you know, I I do take uh, I do take our punishment seriously, and uh, as the uh, loser of the mock draft contest i don't know what you want to call it so yeah uh, coming in last place with that i believe i had four picks correct and nothing outside of like the top 10 picks it was so bad uh, i knew it was gonna be bad uh, i i i was a little bit uh i guess yeah just you did kind of, know you had uh, made yeah, yours last minute for sure yeah but i feel like that was an advantage to make it last minute true no no i had arm. made it i had made it and then i was like no, I'm not sending this to anybody because it's so bad. Because like I was oh, just screwing oh, around. Okay. Oh, and then like, oh, you had your chance to change it then. No, I just didn't think about it. I didn't have the time to, and so I was like, hey, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll play the game. You know, I, I, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have done any better if I'd gone back and like actually looked at everything. Um. So yeah, yeah I definitely would have changed my picks, uh, knowing that we were gonna do punishments. I would yeah. have taken some more conservative picks. <laughs> like, Man, I probably yeah. would have put Tua to, to the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I wish I would have done that. Just yeah. thinking about it. Uh, so, um, yeah. you know, being a being a man of my word, uh, I, I took the punishment seriously, um, and I did put together a a OnlyFans account um, at Footsie sixty nine, and it was uh, raised a thousand dollars, right? It was. <laughs> Two zeros instead of O's there. Um, it was uh, the undisputed best foot picks on the internet. Um, <laughs> I was going all into like I was making like a Twitter burner account, like to, to <laughs> because I was like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do this, like I'm gonna go all in, like I'm gonna try to make some money off of this, like like it, it might not end up being a punishment before it's all said and done. Yeah, then, you know, like, that's a good the point. Further I get, like finishing, out, like figuring out how this thing works, like. They like I guess since it's so like eighteen plus and and like all the content is basically just like porn and so they were like you need to take a picture they wanted me to take a picture of my ID oh I see and then they wanted me to take a picture of me holding my ID and all this other stuff and I was like yeah if you're not about to be about this life then no it's really not worth it it's not worth it 
to you know probably make like three bucks a year so it was um, an honorable effort for sure yeah you know what I mean, uh, we could have like i don't know like maybe if there's a statistic maybe we can find about the the amount of people who have foot fetishes and we can maybe you know tweak our content a little bit we could maybe get some listeners <laughs> no dude i was i literally go into twitter post them to the and twitter. on the twitter search bar just type in like feet pics and why would i want to do that <laughs> it's all yeah it's on my there's, hot bar for sure right back there's literally there's there's people who have their their twitter names as like buy there's people that are advertising that they will not sell feet pics but they were literally advertising they will buy them that really like they will literally what? buy feet pics. really it is insane huh. there's a whole like market there is a market it, I, don't, I don't know how was gonna get in on that. I was going to, but OnlyFans is just they need Too to less, they need to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> I understand that they're already pretty loose, considering that they are basically a step down from Pornhub. But yeah. I mean, you know, Tyler, this is this is what you should have done from the get go. Is you should have just copied like pick for pick one of our drafts because even if you picked someone who had the worst <laughs> draft, you would have been tied with them. And then you could have at least had a 50-50 shot after that. But What's the fun in that? The tiebreaker that own. we did not determine. Exactly. What's, what's the fun in that? Yeah, I guess exactly. that's true. I guess that's true. Knowing, knowing Even that Tyler, who had the worst draft, was still 4 out of 32 compared to 7 out of 32, which was our <laughs> yeah. top one. It was still so very close. Really, it was a flip of the coin. That, yeah. like, we were all terrible. I, But honestly, Everyone like was. looking at it... The um, was the draft network which we did yeah. our mock drafts through. The top one was just twelve, yeah, and really. so like I had seven, right? What, yeah, yeah, you had seven. It's like that was probably still above average. It's just like well, really hard to do. Was I probably guess. above average at that rate. Yeah, next <laughs> yeah. year I'm probably, I, I, I swapped si- year... I swap Simmons and Brown. That hurt. yeah, but do you think that Could guy with twelve picks has an OnlyFans account? <laughs> Well, you don't even have an OnlyFans account. Yeah, I did, Not though, anymore. and I had the best name. <laughs> you did have a really good name. I'm still <laughs> mad you make, didn't go with the Mike Jones. Shirts? I put that in the bio. Did you? That quote you sent, that was in my bio. <laughs> oh, was it? <he? laughs> yes. That's amazing. Oh, man. The UFOs are real. Confirmed. Aliens. 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 <laughs> We're on alien me? topic now. Uh, Aliens. Apparently, uh... At least unidentified flying objects have con- been confirmed. I guess was it by the Pentagon, by the U.S. Uh, yes. U.S. Navy. It, well, it was. Navy. It was not conf- well, I guess it was confirmed, but it, it was footage. This wasn't the first leaked. time they've confirmed UFOs. Let's be, let's be specific. UFOs are not aliens per se, but UFOs were yes. confirmed. The the Pentagon did not use the term UFO, probably very purposeful, purposefully. Uh, th- right. uh, what was the term that they used? It wasn't I mean, aerial phenomenon, I think. Uh, it was something along those lines. Yeah, like it. it, it it's a not... synonym, you know. Yeah, yeah some yeah. BS thing. So it was, it was, it was different. It was the same but different, essentially. So it, it was like I don't know, but I guess it was. I had seen the footage before because it had leaked from like Navy pilots that were like, "Yo, like this is this is the UFO." And then I guess they just like figured, well, we're in the middle of quarantine. There's all this crazy stuff going on. We'll just dump it. And then and we'll... you know, I'm surprised it wasn't as big as uh, 
Like, like I thought it was going to be, but I guess because of everything else going on right now. I guess it's because it already leaked. Like, sure, I remember when those videos came out. Yeah. And, like, it is kind of crazy because, it, like, you only see, like, the one object in all the videos. But, like, there's the audio that's, like, there's a whole fleet of them. And it's, like, that's scary. Yeah, that's but scary. that could have also just, I don't know. They're, like, you, you got to imagine there's probably crazy things that pilots see all the time that are either just, like, weird sunspots or just like a big bird in like or the yeah, but that fire because they have to stay up for fucking right hours and hours on end, so they could just be seeing things. Yeah, exactly. but that doesn't translate to video footage. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah but, but I mean, Clayton, can you deny the leaked picture of the alien dancing where the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Statue of Liberty was? I mean, I know it's pretty hard to down. deny. I mean, it's on. Uh, so does City Sit Down literally broke the news. Yes, like we, we are also a news podcast. Yeah, despite yeah we've actually belief. reopened the 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 U.S. for alien immigration from other worlds. So that's why we have to change our Statue of Liberty to an alien. Yes. So does City Sit Down, where where the Statue of Liberty is now a dancing alien, where 5G cell service causes coronavirus, but also coronavirus (laughs) doesn't exist. (laughs) Yep. Does 5G cause coronavirus, or is 5G just the thing that's killing people? I, I've heard it's it's COVID twenty is what five G is creating. It's like mutating it to something worse. Oh. I think there's people that think both. I think some people think. Why 5G would aliens is... even want to come here with all this stupid? They're probably looking at For us the like five G. They're like, look <laughs> at these weird creatures. Like, isn't this yeah. they come to invade our country? And then they're like, they see all the shit that's going on. They're like, I I'm a head out. Well, that's what they like. I, that's what I thought it was like. They came down because they're like, hmm, we have little activity. Did they finally blow themselves up yet? Can we inhabit now? Oh, they're still here. Do they're you just think inside. that? Uh, do you think that aliens have ever like thought to invade America, and then they're like beaming down, and someone like and like they walk by someone's living room, and like they're watching Independence Day, and they're like, "Wait a minute, guys! War of the Worlds. <laughs> we don't want to mess with these guys. <laughs> they're nuts. They'll blow themselves up just to kill us. They've got these two guys, okay? Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, okay? These guys will end us. Welcome to Earth." That's all they gotta say. In the upset of the year, I've actually seen that movie. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that movie and just about not seen every other movie that everyone says. Independence Day seen. is is amazing. It is, it is a really good movie. movie. I've not seen I've two, seen. but I've heard it's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It is the exact opposite. Yeah, um, but uh, but Independence Day is awesome. If I were to ever be elected president. And there is an alien invasion. <laughs> I would, I would just give the the speech that is yeah, given. Yeah, my brother used to have a friend that every time they would get drunk, he would like do the entire Independence Day speech. Oh man, I <laughs> like, will pull I it up. Like up. I will wake up on the Fourth of July every year and like pull that bad boy up on YouTube. <laughs> like it's a tradition. It is so wow, good. what a patriot. Oh man, and then I like watch the Patriot, which is funny. Like that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a Patriot, Mel Gibson, but uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies of all time. What Patriot? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong? Maria Marino's Charleston, baby. Like uh, pop Film culture is really funny to me. He's got the weirdest takes. He's it's not a like Disney a, movie. You're like a total hipster on some things, 
Oh yeah, he definitely <laughs> is. Then, like, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, Anything that's remotely mainstream, whether Marino it's hates like it. restaurants, you're or telling movies, me you like, like Mel Gibson? Oh, you like that? Mel Gibson? Uh, Mel Gibson? Oh, is, Mel Gibson is. Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson is the person. Kind of iffy, dude. Mel Gibson uh, the person? <laughs> yes. Great actor though. Kevin Spacey the person. The worked on a Disney movie one time. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my head goes far with this. Kevin Spacey, the person, horrible, horrible. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, the actor, phenomenal actor. Wait, wasn't the Patriot like supposed to be in South Carolina? It, it, it was. It's filmed in South okay, Carolina. Okay, you know it's not that bad anymore. The Patriot is literally like the the character. Or Charleston, that maybe. Mel it's Gibson not that bad. Well, I don't know. Maybe Charleston. Uh, I don't know. Oh boy. <laughs> the character that Mel Gibson plays is literally like all of the uh, all of those. Uh, Revolutionary War heroes that they make us learn about third and fourth grade. And it's just that yeah. all those guys like mashed up into one. Like like Francis, he's mainly Francis Marion, but That's him, right. Sumter. Sumter. Uh yeah, all of those guys. He's literally the Gamecock, the Swamp Fox. But it's so yeah. good because there's like it's fictional, but there's still so much that's based in actual fact. Like it wasn't it wasn't the name of his character. Um, uh, I can't. What, what, uh, it's like Ben Benjamin something, isn't it? Um, something like that. You're the one yeah. that watches it all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah what? It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since I have watched it. Um, Marino, you sent Tyler on a damn rant. All <laughs> we, 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 we got were about to be done, and it's a I was going to transition too. it, but <laughs> it's a historical rant too. I could go on for days. Anyway, yeah, it's based off all so, those guys. So it's, historical so it's, rant. <laughs> It's basically a historical movie that has zero truth, just like our uh, based on a true story sports movies that we want to talk about next week, hopefully. So yeah, we might. Uh, we we've got a couple contenders for a possible bracket. Uh, we've uh, kind of been talking about it today, early stages of debating down to like, I don't know. I, I, my kind of dream picture is doing like a, a sixteen seed, like uh, like real, like based on true event story, um, and then like a sixteen seed. Uh, like you know, fake story, um, and uh, and kind of going from there. I don't know if anyone has any problems with that, but that's that's my yeah. We could we could we could do something. Uh, and then uh, and then just uh, if that does happen, just uh, I mentioned it in the group chat too. Uh, just a disclosure disclaimer beforehand. Rocky is going into the the fake movie category. <gasps> I don't want Adrian. I, I don't Adrian! yeah I don't want to hear y'all talking about it's based on a real person no shut up shut up <laughs> the, the the guy the the Jesus. real Rocky like he won like the like the New Jersey regional heavyweight title like Rocky in the in movie Philadelphia? is he, he, well I think he's something like New Jersey in real life oh, is he? okay I yeah. don't know Maybe, I could that be makes wrong. sense to move him out of New Jersey yeah yeah <laughs> New Jersey sucks shame no shame like like it's kind of like it, <laughs> Yeah, it's just dumb. It's dumb. Like the Patriot is based more on true events than than Rocky is. Yeah. So so yeah, just that disclaimer. Um, going from there. Uh, anything else we've got on the on the docket? Did someone mentioned polls. Oh, we did we, mention uh, polls. So uh, next week we'd actually we we can save uh, the wide receiver two poll for next week. But uh, tomorrow I will be posting the tight ends. We were oh done, really? We were oh, ends are tomorrow. Be on the lookout for that. that is that the tomorrow. last one, or are we doing anyone else after that? Oh, that's the last one. Okay. Guys, did I send y'all the uh, like the fake news article 
that said uh <laughs> it said breaking news aaron hernandez not expecting to team up with rob Gronkowski and tom brady oh, in no, no. oh man uh, I was like, yeah, oh, well i think that's a good place to end it is it though? Uh, we I need to like cut a, Tyler off after that. Yeah, I was about to say that's a terrible. Anybody case. else want to say anything? Before we close it out, um, we're gonna I'm vote sorry. tomorrow. I'm sorry, I'm dead. Uh, also, we're hoping to have some recap of the uh, the the Last Dance documentary. Uh, hopefully, everyone's been watching that. Yes, yes. it's been uh, been really good. Uh, some of us have been able to watch it. Some of us haven't. So uh, the plan is to have everyone caught up on episodes one through six. Uh, by by next week's recording and um, we'll have something to talk about there so all right also watch outer banks on netflix great show yeah. also Carlson. it's really good of course marino <laughs> <laughs> i think i don't think marino hates uh hates pop culture i think he just apparently hates charleston <laughs> he hates a lot of things wouldn't so. surprise me i have charleston? i have disdain it's so hip hate's it's a so, strong word number one city in the world ugh I like my city but you to know be like in the top hate. 300. So to say, this podcast. Down. That's right. Yeah. Get us, get us, subscribe, follow. We're, we're cool. Like. Yes. Yes. Hit that notification. Tell your friends. Please. Hopefully, y'all have friends. We don't have any friends. We're on the podcast. That's it. <laughs> All of our friends follow us. So you want to be our friends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good ending. Good depressing ending. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is crazy.